Hey, I'm Brett, this is Desiree, and you're watching The Engage Life right here on The Engage Network. Okay, it's Tuesday. We are back at it again. Thank you to everyone who joined us on Facebook Live. It was great to have you last week, and I'm going to believe it's going to be even better to have you this week. It is an honor to be a part of 10 to 15 minutes of your week as we look at pulling our faith into real life, a real faith for real life that happens between Monday to Saturday. You know, it's not only about the Sunday vibes and the Sunday feels, it's about what happens every day of the week and how your your faith can be active and alive and working all the time. It's not just about getting the feels on Sundays and hoping that it's going to make it because if we stay that way, then our lives will remain in chaos because we leave God in this little box called Sunday and we don't let him into the brokenness, the hurt, the pain in our everyday life, good, bad, the ugly. Today, we are talking about the trap of negativity. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that negative person who just complains all the time. If you've never met one of these people, they're the person that when you go to a restaurant, they send their food back every time regardless. Something's always wrong with the plate, and then you're embarrassed because they get them out three or four times, and you're like, you know that something bad happened to that food, you know, the second or oh, third time. I don't want to know back. what happened like, to that food. You know, the first time, and they're like, oh, okay, we'll humor them. The second time, they're like, <laughs> nah. The third time's like, Pfft. You know, it's like, don't, don't touch that. You don't want that food back. Don't, something's going to happen. Don't do it. You know, just it's don't just, do it. it's just how life happens. It's the trap of negativity. It's a downward spiral and it usually leads us to discouragement, leads us to disappointment. And they all kind of breed together, live this together, hang out together, ball of negativity. Uh, a ball of negativity. And, uh, so how do we overcome this? How do we <sighs> stop living from a place of negativity? I feel like you've got all the answers. I feel like I have none of the answers and that's why we're talking about this. <laughs> Well, first of all, like, let's just address the fact that negativity is an attitude. Mm-hmm. So actually, we have full control over our attitude. It's a choice. It's something that we choose if we're going to have a positive or a negative attitude based on the circumstances around us. Yeah. So we kind of have to address that right off the bat. Because sometimes I think, like, I feel like I don't have a choice. And right. this is just how I feel and it's okay. And I'm going to give myself permission to have a negative attitude. Mm. Well, just realize that you gave yourself permission and that's your choice, but that doesn't mean that we have to live that way. Right. So I think part of it is just addressing, first of all, that this is an attitude that you can fully control and it's, it's on you. It's, it's on me. It's on us. So there's a level of personal responsibility. There is. Yeah. Cause I mean, we can't, we can't always control the circumstances and situations around us for sure. And you know, bad days happen, bad things happen. There's bad seasons. There's just rough times. And I don't discount that at all but our attitude around it is our choice right we think about our thought life what we think about we think about our own Mm self-talk you know like you know how what you say to yourself on the inside you know the inside voice yeah um i guess the question is is your inside voice is the narrative of your life is it positive or is it negative yeah what's your default setting i think there's some people that like are default positive and there's some people who are like default negative yeah i'm generally a default positive yeah, like you are. glass half full, half full sort of person where i i see all the positives now yeah. there's people that would be a default negative we would definitely both have individual things to overcome i would probably swing more that way like just being honest, I probably would swing more in the pedula of, 
default negative, I have to actually push through and force myself to think the other right. way, especially in those moments or days where it's just like, ah, uh, I don't So like, when we're thinking about default negative, I think yeah. we would also probably need to recognize that one of the things that happens when you've got a default negative is that you probably tend to worry a little bit more yep. because you skew on the, the worst is going to happen instead mm -hmm. of the best is going to happen. What have you found helpful? I mean, because I know that you know, you may worry every once in a while. <laughs> Just a little bit. What What have you found <laughs> helpful to flip yourself out of a negative mm -hmm. spiral mm -hmm. and into a positive light? I think I'm still not great at it, but I think what I'm noticing for myself is the recognition. And I would say that changing my focus is everything. If I am going through a rough situation or a rough season, where my focus lies mm -hmm is what's going to determine my attitude. Sure. So if I continue to focus on what's going on and on the negative side of things and on my negative feelings about it or my fears or my worries, and that is like everywhere that my thoughts and my words and every part of me goes, if that's the bent that I go, then I'm going to go on a downward spiral because it just is like this all-consuming thing. But if I can recognize it and push to change my focus onto the positive side of things or onto not making assumptions about things or onto a hope-filled like perspective right. or literally onto Jesus and away from just the negative of what's happening, then I don't go as far down that spiral. But I think it's also important to, to address, I mean, we were talking last week about cognitive dissonance and mm -hmm. we were talking about like having to drive things underground and not actually addressing what we're thinking or what we're feeling. Yeah. And so I just want to clarify, we still need to be able to talk about things. Yes. I don't mean in any way, shape or form, don't talk about what you're feeling, if you're yeah. disappointed, if you're discouraged, if you're going through rough stuff, by all means, do not stop talking about it. But the attitude from which we are coming when we talk about it right. is the game changer. Because if our attitude coming in is consistently negative and it's always like pushing for the bad stuff and it's always complaining and there's there's no upward trend there's no you know I'm going to work on this or there's no maybe I can pray about this at least or maybe I can do something to help fix this if there's never a positive bent on it right. then what's the point in a sense because now we're not helping ourselves by talking about it we're actually hurting ourselves by talking about it Proverbs 18:20 drop some bible on you 21 21 Proverbs 18 from the fruit of their mouth a person's stomach is filled with the harvest of their lips they are satisfied the tongue has the power of life yeah. and death and those who love it will eat its fruit we're thinking about our negativity yeah. and sometimes i think it's easier to settle into a negative outlook mm -hmm. or mindset it is it's much easier because there's also something that comes along with that mm -hmm. i feel like it's it's easy to get validation yeah. from friends, family, mm -hmm. other people, because it's easier to get people to hate than it is to get them yeah. to love something, to get them on board. Yeah. So if you're looking for like, hey, I'm going to win friends and influence people, it's like, yeah. haters going to hate. I'm yeah. going to be a hater because it's easier for yeah. me to just attack something. Join my team. Jump yeah. on board with me as I like So how do you turn that this. conversation? Is there something that you have to do internally inside that says, you know, my validation isn't going to come from mm -hmm. somebody. Is that, is that a part, like is part of the negatively spiral 
seeking validation from the wrong places? Yeah, I think it is. And I think a lot of times that negative attitude can stem out of not just situations and circumstances going on, but it can actually stem out of other things that are internally going on inside of ourselves and our own self-talk, our own self-worth, our own just how we overall feel about ourselves can drive what we're seeking and how we seek it. So then if we are feeling like we need validation or love languages, if you really need affirmation or you really need to just feel like people are paying attention or they're actually listening to you where you maybe feel unheard. Sometimes we go the not healthy negative route in the hopes of gaining those things. Right. Wow. Okay. So we're looking at negativity. We are assessing our own level of negativity Mm -hmm. and we're making a choice. First, we understand that our negativity is our responsibility because negativity is simply an attitude and an attitude I can control. I'm not owned by my attitude. No. I own my attitude. Yes. And when I take responsibility for it, I can do something about it. So don't let it own you. Don't let it own you. (laughs) Other thing you can, I suppose we could do is understand that it's a choice. Yeah. Understand that because I own it, because I have authority over it, you know, scripture talks about taking your thoughts into captivity, that I can just say, listen, not today. I'm not going down this path. And you can just put your foot down. Yeah. Now, sometimes that works. Sometimes you need to take some extreme measures. The one thing that we have not brought into this situation, Mm -hmm. we're just talking about the responsibility that we have as humans, but there's also the God factor, you know, the Jesus juice uh, (laughs) that you could could drink, which is like, hey, I'm caught in this negativity spiral. I'm obsessed with worry. I'm obsessed with doubt. I'm obsessed with fear, obsessed with seeing the worst in somebody. Somebody or something. Jesus, can you come and change my mind? Yeah. Romans 12, 2 talks about the transforming of our minds. Yeah. The renewing and transforming of our minds. Yeah. Would help me think about the situation in a new way. James says that if you need wisdom, and sometimes we need wisdom to break a negativity cycle. James says if we need wisdom, we just ask God. That's another word for tactic. Like if you need a tactic, if you need a tactic or strategy, it's wisdom. So you ask the guy where the wisdom comes from. Yeah. And he'll give you the tactic and the strategy to deal with it. And he's Mm -hmm. also the chain breaker. He's got the ability to. Before we hit pause, Mm -hmm. we want to ask Jesus to come into our situation, to come into our circumstances, to come into our negativity. And we got to let it go. My question for you today is, are you ready to let go of your negativity? Ready and willing. Like, Mm -hmm. do you actually want to let go? Because that's the hard thing, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it just feels real good to hold on to it and yeah. it just feels and so like I don't yeah. want to be I don't want to be and then we we're like okay let's break the cycle and then all of a sudden when it comes down to it you're like I don't actually want to get out of the cycle yeah. or it what's feels my good. life going to look like without this also it's possible that you feel powerful from your negativity that your negativity has left you feeling empowered because you might have felt powerless in a situation and then when you get outside of that situation you talk negatively about it you feel empowered by it yeah. it's a false sense of power yeah. you're not actually empowered it's no. actually planting a root and a seed of bitterness and it's just only going to lead to more pain more discouragement yeah. more disillusionment Ooh. and it will affect others all around you yeah. this is the engaged life i'm brett this is Desiree. That's Libby making all the magic happen. Uh, we hope you have a great week. We can't wait to see you back here online and around the world on the Engage Life right here on the Engage Network. Mm-hmm.